0: we are committed that our audiences understand the original meaning of scriptures in a language that they speak at a reading level that they understand.
1: Hello and welcome to this action podcast from Bible League International. I'm your host, Michael Woolworth. For more than 80 years, Bible League International's mission has been to serve the under-resourced church with Bibles and training to transform lives worldwide through God's Word. More on that uh, audio cut you heard in just a moment, but our Action Podcasts feature powerful stories of God's work around the world, taking you to the front lines of our global ministry and allowing you to see how your gifts and prayers help us realize our mission every day. At the end of this Action Podcast, we'll share how you can partner with the exciting ministry of Bible League International. Hey, thanks for joining us for the second half, part two of our Action Podcast on Bible Translation. God did not intend for His Word to be difficult, but the good news is hard to understand for many of the people we serve at Bible League International. They're among the poorest and least educated in the world, often living in remote villages or underdeveloped urban centers. Many have never known or even heard the name of Jesus Christ. These are the people who need the hope of the gospel, who need to understand God's love for them so that they can believe. And that's why Bible League International's easy-to-read Bible translations written in everyday language are so important. Well, we are recording today in Bible League's Bible translation office in beautiful Hearst, Texas. It's a suburb of uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. And I'm joined by my colleagues Brian McLemore, Alex Oliveras, and Dr. Yancey Smith. Brian is the fearless leader here. And earlier, these gentlemen outlined what they do in their roles. And uh, they're definitely qualified. I admire everything that they do. And uh, we decided to come back, since we had so much to cover, and do a part two of this action podcast. Brian, in our last podcast, you helped paint a picture in our minds of a wagon wheel when you described what Bible League is wanting to accomplish uh, in Bible translation and through the ERV, the easy-to-read versions of the Bible and then how this all relates to programs like Project Philip, Church Planner Training, and Bible-based literacy. Now, I'm not going to ask you to do that again, but as we begin uh, this second uh, half of this podcast uh, on Bible translation, what's
0: the basic premise of Bible translation work? Get in your mind's idea, a picture of who you want to translate to, and always put them first. That's why uh, Yancey always says, our, our translations are audience-oriented in the sense that we are committed to, that our audiences understand the original meaning of scriptures in a language that they speak in at a at a reading level that they understand.
1: Yeah, it's very good, Brian. Yancey, you often talk about uh, faithfulness in translation. What's that mean?
2: A lot of times, we talk about faithfulness in translation. What faithfulness means is that the audience understands the text meaning from. translation, and they understand about the same thing that the original writer in another language and another culture would would mean. So faithfulness is determined not by me, or not by uh, a bunch of scholars out there, but by what the audience is able to understand.
1: Thanks for that definition, Yancey. Um, I'll turn to Alex. Um, Alex, why the need uh, for new or updated translations of the Bible?
3: So uh, sometimes when you uh, see the past and you are aware of new discoveries, that can change the way you read or the way you would express your thoughts in the text. And at the same time, sometimes you have an encounter or you have a new insights in the present. And that can also change the way you read the text you read, mm. uh, you go to the past and then you realize, well, I was reading this way, but now with this culture inside, I'm reading in another way. Mm. So those things, uh, I think they play uh, together when you are trying to produce a new, a new <coughs> translation. Mm. So you always will need to have new translations.
1: Okay, that makes sense. So the work of translation, uh, in my mind, it probably takes forever, right? I mean, <laughs> but that's not true anymore, is it?
0: It doesn't take near as long as it used to because of technology. Hmm. We are living in an age where technology allows us to do checks and consistency things that we couldn't do before. So that that's always great. And because we live in a digital world, we don't have to wait to print a New Testament or a Bible. So what we do now, if we get a Gospel of John finished and we think it's ready for print, we put it into a Gospel of John study. And then we put it on an app, and then we can make an audio. And suddenly, before the New Testament's done, you've already got Scripture in print. Mm -hmm. And you've already made it accessible digitally.
1: Well, it's all very, very interesting. Um, Yancey, talk about what translation looked like maybe years ago versus what you're seeing today with modern
2: technology. The technology allows for a kind of teamwork that is unprecedented. So in the past, for early translations, the expat North American or, a, or a European translator was a, sort of in charge of everything and he had to do everything in his head. He had to have great grasp of the original languages and of the target culture and of the language. And it takes years and years and years to amass that kind of knowledge. And by the time you get all that you know, information in your head, you're probably close to death. You know, so, um, so that there was a time constraint and, and things got sidetracked and it took 20 and 30 years to do a New Testament sometimes. And it just was, was very difficult. But now with the electronic communication the way it is, all of these things help us have um, a true international team working at the same time. All of this has come together in God's moment, his Kairos moment for Bible translation, I think, to help us both revise old translations and do new translations and further the work of translation uh, toward the ultimate goal of having scripture in every language and nation and tongue and tribe. Uh, that's what That's within reach in our generation.
1: (laughs) Wow, that is so exciting to hear, uh, Yancey. Okay, Brian, uh, the fearless leader, I I think you're all making this sound uh, too easy. Um, What's the secret sauce in all
0: of this? First thing you have to do is you've got to get a team together. And we rely on our partners around the world. We pray. We talk to colleagues in the minority Bible translation world. And so you've got to find people. You have to find the poets, the journalists. You, what you don't want is a whole team of Bible scholars because then you're going to get a very boring translation. Sorry, guys. you got to have the <laughs> poets. You've got to have the journalists. You have to have the children's writers. You have to have the pastors that know, watch out for this word because you'll create more problems than you'll solve by choosing it. So you get that team together. And we provide training and resources and service to them.
1: Okay, gotcha. So the team is working hard. Then comes this task of field testing.
0: Explain how field testing works. And so the team comes together, they collaborate, they work, they draft, we ver- We they do the translation. then we ex our expert consultants who you know the Greek and the Aramaic, and equally so the biblical backgrounds, they start begin- bringing in insights in important ways to understand the text that increases the accuracy, the faithfulness to our intended audience. And then we said, all right, here's the greatest thing about working today. We work in major languages that are typically 4 million and up, all the way to Mandarin Chinese. We have a world of readers around the world. So so what we have to do is think of creative ways. Now, in, in countries like uh, Tanzania, we have an amazing partnership With a denomination that's planted churches all over the Kiswahili world. But what did we do? We had reading groups, hundreds of them, reading the Gospel of John and answering questions. But not only that, what about a good Kiswahili speaker who lives in Germany? He can Hmm. get on the app, Hmm. he can read that text, and he can write a comment. So we can do what we call uh, crowdsourcing around the world in languages that aren't restricted Hmm. To get all sorts of feedback. And because of the digital world, we just finished uh, three years ago, the Haitian New Testament. Hmm. And we're in that long, difficult process of verifying so we can test the full Bible, so we can typeset it, publish it in print and digital, and then we can engage it with our partners in in Port-au-Prince and around Haiti. But while that's happening, Dr. Smith is working with our editor who is an amazing brother and teacher and proficient in the biblical languages, they've prepared Ruth, Jonah, and Esther. Now before, we just have to wait for print. Now we don't have to. In a month, we're going to put those on the app. And suddenly, people start saying, hey, there's an update to my app. And it's not just an update to the New Testament. They've added Jonah. They've, Ruth is my favorite story and they're going to read that and the comments come back to us and our editor in Haiti and then they're going to say I wonder what book next Alex what's coming next and as we finish these books by the time the New Testament the full Bible's in print all the books have already been on the app we did this on the Croatian it paved the way mm-hmm. That we, we, our first print run was a small 10,000 in the middle of COVID they're gone And we're reprinting 10,000 more. Well, that's so encouraging to hear, Brian. Hey,
1: you mentioned the uh, Swahili, Haitian, and Croatian easy-to-read versions of the Bible. It's worth noting right now to mention that Bible League's produced about 35 of these and maybe another 10 in the works right now. Um, Alex, you've helped uh, with the Portuguese uh, easy-to-read version. Talk about why that was needed and how it's been received.
3: I remember the time when I I was a member of the... Uh, Brazilian church and in our congregation we have different people. We had like a, a, a brother that he was the chief of the biology department. He, w- he had a PhD in mm. biology. and we had uh, a lady that was that uh, worked uh, cleaning houses. So we have those two different stratas, uh, two different uh, levels of education. Uh, I remember we, we used to use our sacred text, and this brother, he loved this translation because he was an educated person, and the words were, are so beautiful. It gives, it it, uh, conveys the idea of uh, sacredness. But that language wasn't familiar to this lady. And that reminds uh, me that the ultimate goal of translations should be to help you to do what God wants us to do, to love God with all your being with all your heart and also love your, mm. your, your neighbor and even your enemies. <laughs> That's the most mm. difficult part. And I remember that when I was a member at the congregation got this ERV in Portuguese, mm. the New Testament at that time. We are talking mm. 1990 or something like yeah. that. Yeah, 19, almost 2000. Uh, this lady could understand the message everyone adopted this uh, uh, this translation mm. I used just at uh, when I was reading the Bible we had uh, this habit let's read the Bible uh, once a year the whole Bible and it was difficult to after you read uh, after reading Genesis Exodus and then you <laughs> you 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 you, you read uh, Leviticus and, uh, the journey through that book was so much easier with this ERB and I am telling you as a member of the church without any academic training and that kind of thing so uh, I think uh, as Brian and Yancy were saying uh, we, we have as a target a group of people uh, that uh, maybe they, they want to understand the message so that's the goal, they are achieving that goal our ERV in Portuguese is being well-received. Re-
1: hmm. Brian, you're wanting to add something.
0: There's, there's one part of the Portuguese story he didn't include that's really important. So the first place that this Bible was dedicated, a Brazilian Portuguese Bible, you would think Brazil, but it's not. The first place this Bible ever used was in Mozambique. Okay. And, of course, their uh, Portuguese is uh, different, influenced by continental but I have talked to uh, through Alex's translation and uh, uh, with our partner there, Jaime. They love the Bible. And I, I always tease him about, well, you know, it's not really your Portuguese. He goes, ah, oh, no. He said, our magazine, our telenovelas, they are all in Brazilian Portuguese. We have no problem with this Bible. <laughs> but you have to think oh, okay. about uh, the literacy rates, uh, the under-resourced, mm-hmm. underserved churches of Mozambique are using a Brazilian-Portuguese Bible because it's better understood than the text they were using. And that's where that Bible was first dedicated, or as we say in Spanish-Portuguese, first baptized.
1: (laughs) That's fascinating. Um, Listen, I know you've had lots of feedback uh, over the years. Uh, Yancey
0: or someone else, uh, will you share some of that with us? One of the greatest quotes I ever had was not from a great biblical scholar saying, you've done a good job on the ERV. I, I would appreciate that tremendously. But one of the best things I ever heard is I'm sitting in a Tokyo church among a bunch of young bilingual Japanese from Tokyo. And because they don't have a translation that they understand, they're reading more English Bible than Japanese. But when they got the first Gospel of John, a young man sat and looked at me. And he didn't have tears on his eyes, but I did said, I didn't know Jesus spoke Japanese. I thought he was Mm. a foreigner. Mm. Or I get a letter from a prisoner. I'm, I'm in prison up in a, up in a unnamed state and I've struggled with drugs and all sorts of problems. Uh, and I've just been incarcerated. I could never get my, my life turned around. And I got this Bible and, you know, he said, I don't, I don't read so good. He wrote, he wrote this, hand wrote this long, mm-hmm. but he said, but, I, but, but I could read your easy read English Bible. And, you know, I'm, I'm doing gooder. I'm I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm seeing that, that, that in the kingdom of God I matter. Jesus makes my value, mm-hmm. and then He said, "You know, uh, my daughter's mama and my mama, I'd, I'd I'd like to be able to read the Bible with them." Mm-hmm. I said, "It may." He said, "It may not be possible, but could they get a Bible like mine so we could read together?" Mm-hmm. That's well, I guarantee right? he's already got those Bibles. That's powerful. But right? that that's that's all that's all about audience. Yeah. It's about the Japanese kid. You interview Japanese kids on the street, they think Jesus is a manga character or superhero or substitute for the Easter Bunny. They don't know who Jesus is, and they don't have any preconceived notions. But they need Jesus. Hmm. They're living isolated lives. They, They long for community, and they long for Jesus who speaks Japanese like they speak
1: it. Well, I like that. I mean, that's a perspective we don't often think about, right? Hey, I know you're grateful for that, and uh, it certainly helps us appreciate how the ERV is being received around the world. So thanks for that uh, feedback you've been uh, receiving. Hey, in our closing moments together, will one or two of you speak to those who help fund, who help pray for the ministry of Bible League and your translation work?
3: I remember that parable when is, uh, God is with his angels, and we have this uh, sh- uh, the sheep that is lost, Mm. So this happiness when this ship is found. And I I, I, mm. I wanna think that uh our donors, all these people that are contributing to this uh wonderful work are uh also represented by those angels because it's with that uh, uh teamwork that we can reach to this lost ship. Mm. So it's everything integrated and translation is not The ultimate goal. goal. Uh, The ultimate goal is to make people understand the message, Mm. God's Mm. word, so they can practice it.
0: Thank you for that, Alex. Brian? They need to know that their prayers do not go unanswered and their funds and what they give of themselves in whatever way, shape, means, or form to the activities of Bible League and those that go for translation are not in vain. And I can promise them this, that when we all come to the end of our life and go on to that next life where Revelation promises a new heaven or earth, they are going to meet hundreds of thousands of people in languages and colors and ethnicities and races, and they're going to come up and say thank you to them because of you, somebody put an easy-to-read text into my Hmm. hand. So I want everyone that hears this to know the gratitude that we feel for the ability to be involved in this with our translation team is a profound debt that we owe them and we appreciate beyond compare.
1: Brian, thanks for sharing that. You've heard from Alex Oliveris, Dr. Yancey Smith, and Brian McLemore, my colleagues in Bible League's Bible Translation Office in Hearst, Texas. And we had so much to share that we couldn't possibly do it in just one podcast. I'm so thankful that you were able to join us for part two of this episode that we've titled, Making God's Word Accessible. Will you stay involved with Bible League International by praying for and supporting this ministry with your financial gift? By God's grace and through your partnership, we'll continue serving the under-resourced church with Bibles and training to transform lives worldwide through God's Word. Visit BibleLeague.org to learn more about where we serve and to sign up for our e-news and verse of the day. That's BibleLeague.org. And follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Again, thanks for tuning in today. I'm Michael Woolworth for The Action Podcast.